You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 84 of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie. And today, I'm going to give you three do-it-yourself puzzle feeders that you can make with stuff you are going to throw out anyway. So when I talk about puzzle feeders, I mean the things that you use to feed your dog instead of a bowl. So products you can buy are things like treat balls, snuffle mats, lick mats, Kongs is usually the most popular, maize bowls, slow feeders, anything like that, okay? You know that I love making mealtime an event. I talk a lot about this back in episode 18, which is called Ditch the Bowl and Make Mealtime an Event. And the reason why I highly encourage this is because it's just, it's more enrichment for a dog. Dogs are built to work for their food. They really enjoy it. And you're feeding them anyway, and this will give them that extra mental exercise, which is just as important, if not more, than physical exercise. So instead of it taking them, what, 30 seconds to eat their meal, it can take them up to a half hour, 45 minutes, depending on how hard the puzzle is. I have even had great success. In fact, I've lost count of the number of times that my clients have a picky eater. The dog really doesn't want to eat their food. They kind of graze on it. They don't, they're not thrilled about it. And we pick up the bowl and we use the food for training or put it in a feeder and just simply make the meal more engaging and enriching for the dog. And then all of a sudden they're interested in eating because it's just more fun than just eating it out of a bowl. Now, if you go on Amazon or Chewy and search slow feeders or puzzle feeders, I mean, hundreds of things will come up. There's so many products you can get out there. I have a couple on my website under supplies. So if you go to playtimepause.com forward slash supplies, you can see a couple of my favorites that I've used. These are also good for any age. A question I get a lot is, is a puppy too young to use one of these feeders? Definitely not. The key is, is that you want to make it super, super easy because young puppies just get frustrated easily and they just might not have the physical development of like their nose and being able to manipulate things. So you just want to find super easy ways of doing this. And I'll give you examples on how to do that. Now, I pulled these three directly out of my enrichment database, which is part of my digital training membership, Playtime Pause Academy, where I have an entire database filled with activities to both do with your dog and for your dog to do independently. And there's an entire category on ditch the bull ideas. The reason I chose these three is because they're not going to cost you a dime. There's nothing to buy. And as I mentioned before, you're using things that you're going to be throwing out anyway. So there's very little risk to trying these. So the first one is toilet paper rolls, like the cardboard roll that's at 
the end of the toilet paper. So also the paper towel rolls or the wrapping paper rolls, anything like that's going to work. The longer ones you might have to cut down, but still, we were going to throw them out anyway. So what you do is you fold one end, put a handful of kibble inside, fold the other end, and give it to your dog and let them open it up and rip it up and eat the kibble inside. You might need four or five or six of them to get their whole meal in there, which is fine. I like to just throw them on Mariah's bed and let her just kind of rummage through all of them. Now, with all of these, whether it's store-bought or these do-it-yourself, you want to start super easy, right? Because if we make it too hard, too fast, they lose interest. So when we first start giving it to them, if they get frustrated or if they lose interest, we got to find ways to make it easier. So these, you would either put more kibble in it because the more kibble, the easier it falls out, or you just don't fold it as tight. Now, again, with all of these, especially do-it-yourself ones, safety also comes first. So if you're like, oh, my dog is just going to eat that entire paper roll whole, then maybe this is just not for your dog. There's so many ideas and options out there. Not every single one is for every single dog. So I always highly recommend close supervision, especially the first like five or six times you give it to them to make sure that there isn't a safety issue. Okay, number two are cardboard boxes. I know you have at least three in your house right now. Okay, I have at least three in my house right now. But before you break them down, throw them out, put them in recycling, throw your dog's dinner (laughs) into the cardboard box, close it up and let them figure out how to open it. Maybe they like to tear it up and destroy it, which is fine because you're gonna throw it out anyway. And what's great about this one is the possibilities are endless. I mean, we could take the toilet paper rolls we already talked about, put them inside the cardboard box, close it up and give it to our dog to make it even more of a puzzle. You can put boxes inside boxes inside boxes and make it more of a puzzle. I like to use the packing paper and put that in the box and throw the kibble around it so it makes it more engaging for them to rustle around in the box and find all of the kibble inside. Now, to make this one a little easier, especially when you're first introducing it, you want as little in the box as possible, meaning like, you know, the packing paper, other boxes, you know, things for them to rustle around in. Just throw the kibble in and give them the box to start them out. And then you can do things like put other things in it you know, close it up tighter, things like that to make it more and more difficult. And just like with the rest of them, safety first. If your dog starts ingesting all of the cardboard, maybe this isn't the best enrichment activity for them. And our last one is a plastic bottle. They come in all different shapes, all different sizes, and you can use any of them. All I do is remove the cap and the little plastic ring that's usually left there, put the kibble inside and let her go. You can put holes in the bottle itself. I don't like to do that because Mariah tries to like get into the hole, like try to rip the bottle open from that hole and that can get really sharp. So all I do is take off the top and then she has to figure out how to flip it around and manipulate it to get the kibble to fall out of the top. You can use a 12 ounce bottle, you can use a gallon 
bottle. In fact, I encourage you to mix it up so every time your dog does it, it's a little different. Just it being a different shape than they're used to can add a challenge. So for this one, it's super easy when you have a small bottle with a lot of kibble in it because then the kibble falls out pretty easily. And then the bigger bottle with less kibble in it makes it harder. So you can go all the way, you know, in between making it harder and harder as your dog figures it out. And that is all I have for you today. If you want even more ideas, you can go back to episode 18, which is Ditch the Bowl, Make a Mealtime Event. I talk more about why this can be so important for your dog, and I give you other ideas. The beauty of these is you might even be able to try one of these today because you have all the supplies in your house that you need. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen. That helps other puppy owners find the podcast. And if you would like to continue training with me, you can check out my website, playtimepause.com. Just click on services. I have both in-person and virtual options including my membership, Playtime Pause Academy, where you can find the enrichment database, which gives you a whole bunch of activities to do with your dog, just like the ones I gave you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be speaking with you soon. Bye for now.